You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 082. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 82. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Happy New Year, baby doll. Happy New Year, beautiful. It's a bright, shiny new year, fresh out of the package. I know. I lo- that one of my favorite lines from Anne of Green Gables. Remember that back in the day. I remember this. I don't know what quote you're going to say. No, but, but I- there there was a quote. I can't remember who says it. Bonus points if anybody out there knows this. But um, I want to say it was her, um, Mrs. Cuthbert. Anyway, I digress. But she said, "Tomorrow is fresh with no mistakes." This is true. And I love I always yeah. loved that. Like no matter how shitty your day is, it's like just sleep it off. Tomorrow is fresh with no mistakes. And I kind of That's a great thing to say is first thing you wake up. We needed to feel that way about 2015. Yeah, for sure. You for know. For sure. So, hopefully you guys had a safe and amazing New Year celebration. Ooh, we sure did. Still paying for it. Yeah, baby. <laughs> but um Welcome to the show. We're so glad to have you here. And today we're going to talk about something that everyone talks about around New Year's, which is New Year's resolutions. And of course, like any good life coach, I don't really advocate resolutions. You know, I'm I know. more of a goal setting type of person. But today we're going to talk about 10 ways to not fuck up your New Year's resolutions. Ooh, 10. 10 ways. Yeah. yeah. And how to kind of set yourself up for success. Sweet. And, um, yeah, so um, how are you doing, babe? How am I doing? Yeah. I'm doing really well. You're ready for the segment. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready to get it going. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. All right. Without excited for- to get my new year going. So oh, this segment. Oh, this segment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you didn't Absolutely. know what I was talking about. Um, so if you hang out with us uh, on the regular, you know we love to kind of shoot the shit and hang out a little bit first before we jump into our topic. So before we start going off about resolutions and how to make them pretty badass, uh, we've got a very special segment called... Would you rather... Would you rather... I love that. You always have so to do fun. a little a little song about it afterwards. <laughs> I just like it. I think it's funny. So what's our would you rather for the day, babe? Would you rather? This one is actually uh, pretty good. I, I think um, for here's one for the ladies. Uh, this one's for the ladies. This one's for the ladies. Ooh, it's the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Would you rather have Melanie Griffith's plastic surgeon... Or Tom Cruise's spiritual advisor, because <laughs> both are pretty bad in my view. Although, I oh, God, I don't know. Man. Man. Melanie Griffiths made some bad choices in the. Don't touch the face, right? Right. Spirit with uh, you just moisturize. Plastic surgery, just, just fucking <laughs> moisturize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see when you turn. 
45. I'm already having a tough go right now. Yeah. And I know that it's ridiculous. I know. I know. Anyway. It's okay, got to so, be hard in the spotlight, you know, when you're kind of like based on your looks. Like she is? Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. you were talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, you are not based on your looks, girl. No, but I'm totally in the spotlight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Not even close. Wow. Uh, calm your tits, right. Joy Junkie. Yeah, right? Okay, so, man, this is hard because... I do love me some like aesthetics and feeling beautiful and so there's like that vain piece of me that's like yikes I don't know if I could take that but then there you know my spirituality and who I am as a human is such a big deal to me too right and even though I'm not a big fan of Tom Cruise's spiritual advocations yeah I do think that you could get something from his advisor even you know even right. if you well, thought they were crazy. Well, a lot of Scientology, in my opinion, is just kind of common sense. There's actually a lot of life coachy parallels sure, to Scientology. Sure, it's, it's a way of thought, really. Right. Yeah. So I think, I think I would pick that one. Yeah, for sure. Um, and for the men, it would disagree. be instead of Melanie Griffith's plastic surgeon, it would be uh, Mickey Rourke's. Oh. How about that? So which do you pick? You pick Scientology. Uh, for sure, I would take the spiritual advisor. I could take it or leave it, right? But with plastic surgery. You're already there. You're done. You're done. Yeah. Then it would be, would you rather wear clown makeup (laughs) every day or clown outfit every day? Yeah. And then you'd be like clown makeup. You're already there. So I think with the spiritual advisor, you could take it or leave the advice. So I'm going with that one. All right. So we need to hear from you guys. Yeah. What do you guys have to say about um, that? We've told you this a couple of times, but I know not everybody always catches this, but if you listen to us on a podcast app... Uh, specifically for iTunes or on iOS, you can um, just, when you're listening to us, if you click to turn the picture around where it gives you the show notes or the information about uh, the particular episode, you'll see a live link. Live link. Live link. We've got a live wire here. And it it should say thejoyjunkie.com slash 82. And then it'll, you know, it'll take you to the, the show notes page. And that way you can leave comments and, and tell us what what you would pick for your would you rather. And we also love to hear your biggest takeaway from the show. So uh, so go and and leave your opinions and your thoughts for us, so we can converse and yeah. have a bigger conversation going on. Not not just about plastic surgery, but yeah. Or if you have a would you rather that you'd like to uh, throw out there. Yeah. In fact, those. when you're when you're on my site, there's actually a very easy page. If you just click on the podcast, it'll take you to um, some different options, and you can actually submit a topic if you want something yeah. for us to go over. So you know, my only everybody's really good about it for the most part. Every once in a while, somebody will ask for something that has nothing to do with with with, with, with our coaching. topic. Yeah. With with kind of our type. You know, our genre. Yeah. And I'm like, um, I don't really do that on here. Mm-hmm. So anyway, as long as it's relevant to, you know, your relationships or your life or, you know, growing as a person, like, let us, let us hear about it. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That, that whole thing of now being available on the iTunes or on the, the podcast app is like so incredibly amazing for us. Yeah. That is great. And you're getting a lot more feedback th- through that. It's just too, so right? funny when they comment and they just say like, uh, Willy Wonka 
Or, you know, remember we had Santa Claus or Willy Wonka for your Would You Rather? Oh, right, right. And, right. It, like, when it's just one, like, just... <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's like, oh, awesome. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about 10 ways to not fuck up your New Year's resolution. So, first of all, I mean, I think it's it's kind of... I don't know if we're... It's a huge trend in coaching or what, but I think we've kind of gotten to that point as a society, life coaches included, where resolutions don't really work, right? If you just resolve to do something without a really specific goal behind it. Right. So that's basically what we're going to talk about today. So I've got 10 tips, 10 things that will help actually cement these for you and actually bring them to fruition in 2015. And it's something that we kind of do yearly where we we plan our goals out together. And we've we've always really called them goals. We've never really called them resolutions. Well, I think the word resolution just kind of like keys into something that doesn't... It's just a, a firm decision to do or not do something, right? Yeah. So it's not specific enough. Right. And I think that's where people fall short. Right. It's just part of our societal vernacular, right. really. Right. And so we don't talk about our New Year's goals. It almost seems like, yeah, it almost seems like a resolution is something like that's made to be broken. Oh, you know? Right. It, it kind of has that connotation. Yeah. So, so goal. For today, we're going to really kind of focus on goals and stuff. So the first one, because, um, you know, here's here's probably one of the biggest things that I see all the time. And people have really good intentions in saying this, but they'll say, you know what, 2015 is the year of my business, or 2015 is the year I get healthy. 2015 is the year we we rake in our finances and we figure them out. And they're yeah. not specific. So number one is be specific and give time measurements. So quantities, go. amounts. One of the best questions you can ask yourself around this is, how will I know if I've achieved it? That's awesome. So it's true. Are you know, like you're just cruising along, you make a couple good financial moves, you're cruising along, you you do a couple workouts, so you you know, you eat a salad or two. Are are you healthier? Have you made the healthier goal attain you know, have you mm-hmm. attained it yet? Like you don't it's really too ambiguous, you right? don't really know. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't always have to take the form that a lot of people have. Like for instance, um, if you if one of your goals is to you know lose weight or to quote be healthier you can quantify it by something in your life that you want to do but it's important to quantify it so for instance it doesn't have to be <clears throat> i need to weigh 110 pounds or you know something like that it can be uh, running a 5k or right. a 10k or something like that right something. i'll know if i was able to run right. or um my goal is to be able to go to disneyland with my two grandkids and be able to keep up with them all day and that's that's what i'm training for gotcha you, you know what i mean I it, it could be um you know you're going to a special function and you want to be able to get into a dress you haven't got into it doesn't matter how you quantify it just fucking quantify it right? so that you really know when you get there. And, and there's a reason for that, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. So make sure you get specific. So if you find yourself saying something like, this is the year of my business, or this is the year we get our finances in order, how are you going to know? What does that look like? Is that um, <clears throat> is that a debt management? Is it having a certain amount in savings? Is it... Um, uh, getting into stocks and investments? Is it having a certain amount yeah. of it? You know, like, what does that look like? What does Buying it look property, like? whatever. 
All right. Second one, get rid of any naysayers in your life. Naysayers. <laughs> if you're surrounded by a bunch of bitches. <laughs> you're going to be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it looks like a bitch <laughs> and, and it talks, talks like, like a, a bitch, <laughs> then it's probably a bitch. It must be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that have to be in a southern accent? Why do we just make up voices and characters? Like I swear. That's fine. Because <laughs> I'm just a struggling actor is really what it is. <laughs> end of the day. End of, at end of the day, yeah. <laughs> so wow. no, no naysayers. We're only on number two, dude. We have to go all I the know. way to ten. I know. That's. I was like, that's pretty... Like, getting to ten for us is... Right. We got to keep an eye on that clock. Got to keep an eye on the clock. Yeah. All right, so get rid of the naysayers, and if so, if you're surrounded by a bunch of bitches, it's just how how it rolls off the tongue. Then, yeah. um, most likely you're not going to be around a bunch of people who can't wait for you to make your goals a reality. You know, so if you're if you're trying to, you know, get really healthy, and you're hanging around people who love to smoke and eat a bunch of fast food and have no desire to change and actually make you wrong for wanting to change, mm. then you might need to scale down. Like I'm not necessarily saying kick everybody to the curb, have all these, you know, major altercations and make things dramatic. I'm just saying take a real vigilant look at your time, who you're surrounded by, and is that in support of what you really want? I mean, we hear all the time, I mean, I mean how many times have you heard your income is the average of the five closest people? In your life. Is that right? Yeah. I've never heard that. You haven't heard that? Mm-mm. Yeah. So if you, you know, study under, you know, any of the greats about financial matters, you know, Harvecker and Tony Robbins and all them, they always talk about you being kind of the average. So mm. financially, they talk about your, you are likely to have the average income of your five closest friends. Interesting. Um, so. I can see that. But I think it's the same for everything. I think you probably have the average weight of your five closest friends, the average, you know, financial well, well-being, the hmm. average uh, relationship status. Like if, you know, uh, if you're, I mean, how many times do you see people who can't wait to like bitch and moan about being a divorcee and how awful their ex is? You know, mm-hmm. they get together and they fucking collude. So it's like the first wife's club or whatever. Yeah. So I just circle. be vigilant, <clears throat> be aware of what's happening. And, and you'll start noticing when you really get determined and intentional about creating change in your life, you will start to see very quickly who is in support of that and who's not. And it, sure. it is a growing pain of self-development. Absolutely. It really, really is. All right. So number three is the direct opposite, which is build your soul tribe. And this is about finding people who are like-minded. So it might be making friends at the gym or um, in your neighborhood, people who want to like go for walks with you if you're looking at fitness. Um, If it's uh, education, you know, getting in classes with people who value the same stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, even, Even a very, very small step of joining online communities, Facebook groups of people who are like-minded they have it for everything now i mean i even saw an advertisement for fucking gluten-free singles wow (laughs) wow do you know what i mean it was like you can find communities for anything (laughs) it's a singles group for everything so if you're looking for people who value the same thing just do a facebook search do a pinterest search you'll find all sorts of people who vibe on the same level as you um Number four, make sure that you are really setting this goal for you. Mm. All right. This is yeah. a big one. Like not for your parents, not for your kids, not for your spouse, not for your boss, not for anybody else. 
but for you. Now, they might influence your family. Like, or for intertwine. Instance, right. Sure. You might want to be in really, really great health so you can run with your grandkids and yeah. experience those relationships more fully. That's different than saying, like, I need to lose my lose weight or else my husband won't love, love me oh, or wow. I'm unlovable. Sure. That's sure. a different yeah. That's a different thing. Um, or, you know, I have to get a degree because everybody in my family has a degree. My parents will be mm. devastated if I don't. Yeah, I know people or, like that. Or, you know, all the family will talk or, you know, shit yeah, like that. Sure. Um, so you have to really, really look, am I doing this for myself? Because there's two things that will come out of that. One, um, if you if you are doing it for other people and not really based off of your own fulfillment, you're you're really nurturing that habit of never putting importance around what you want you know you're right. nurturing my fulfillment comes in pleasing others instead of pleasing myself there you go and the second way that kind of goes awry is a lot of times if you don't really want it you find a way to not do it and then you that's beat, true and you beat yourself up because oh my parents wanted me to do that or my kids thought i should do this and now i did it and now i'm a disappointment and you know and it's just this big recipe for disaster so just make sure mm -hmm. that you're really setting that goal for you Number five, this is probably one of my favorites. Set up a reward system. Reward. Yeah. I like it. My reward is almost always clothing and jewelry <laughs> or a house cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my things that I love. It doesn't, and they don't have to be tied together. You know, like it, we always say, oh, you know, you lose weight and then you can get, you know, go shopping. You don't have to do that. It could be, I'm going to go to a concert. Or if I accomplish this business goal, then I'm going to get a house cleaner. You know, they don't have to be, yeah. you know, totally related. Whatever, like, uh, gets you excited about it. Right. right. Yeah. <clears throat> and something that you don't do anyway. Like, oh, I get facials every week anyway. Like, that's right, not yeah, the sure. fucking reward. Yeah, yeah. Right? So decide on what will give you that feeling of pride and accomplishment when you've actually attained that goal and, you know, set up a system for it. You can also uh, really inundate yourself with it by like, let's say you want to attain a specific um, business related goal. And when you do, you are going to give yourself a trip to Italy or something like that. That sounds fun. You could have travel books from Italy like on your bedside table or put pictures of places you want to go maps you know put it on your fridge or screensavers you can tie yourself to the reward mm -hmm. tie yourself to what you're going to attain and what you're excited about doing um, because it's going to yield this amazing reward system that you've set up for yourself and and that can be as elaborate or as simple as you want it to be like some people just having an entire day where you don't have the kids you can just do whatever the hell you want and, you know, soak in a bath or have alone time to read. Like that might be the reward you're craving. So be as simple or as extravagant as you feel is, is appropriate for yourself. Awesome. I like that one. Yeah. We'll have to, when we go through our <coughs> stuff, we'll definitely. We've got to do our, uh, our communication reward. 2015. Yeah. We yeah. we do something in, in our house that we, we call it communication 2015 or communication 2012 or whatever, whatever year, year is. it is mm -hmm. obviously and we go through all of our own individual goals for the year um we go through our goals Couple's as goals. a couple mm -hmm. like what we want to accomplish as a couple and then we usually do something around 
the house a little bit separately. Like, what are the house improvements we want to make? They kind of fall under a couple. But And then we also have that opportunity to give voice to what we want in our life. And you kind of are, you know, I always say, speak it into ears that can hear you. You know, not everybody can hear you. Like, for instance, when I had the goal of leaving a corporate environment to start my own company, there was a lot of people who were like, what are you going to do about benefits? And what are you going to do if the industry tanks? And what are you going to do if nobody signs up? And (laughs) <laughs> and they weren't necessarily, they didn't mean to be naysayers, but they weren't ears that could hear me. Mm-hmm. They weren't people who could really support the um, the the vastness and the bigness of the goals that I had. So I had to speak it to people like you. And yeah. so for, for you and I, that's a really beneficial thing every year to have somebody who can say, yeah, fucking do it, babe. Right. You can do it. Yes, you can, you know. And that helps you from stop, it helps you stop talking shit to yourself too. Whoa, right. and that's number six. Whoa, Whoa he can see my notes. He's on I read me. your mind. He's on to me. Number six mm. is stop talking shit to yourself. And this is really like, this is probably the nucleus of my work and what I do, mm-hmm. which is really um, reframing that narrative, that internal dialogue about every fucking thing in our life yeah you know where you have this dichotomous relationship where there's this one part of you that is shoot for the stars anything is possible i'm a badass i'm amazing and then this other part of you that goes wait (laughs) this is uncomfortable this is scary you're a fat ass you're stupid you can't do that that's not the nature of the economy that's not you know what are people going to say you know and you this barrage of the opposite language that happens one of those naysayers yeah, it's, an, it's your internal shit Internal naysayer. Is what I always call it. <laughs> so, you know, again, if you really need some support, if you know, like, I need some accountability, I need deeper tools, I need to rework some of this shit that is holding me back, that's what I do, you guys. So um, I do have very limited one-on-one spots because, you know, obviously my time is is limited. Yeah. So if you're interested, cruise by thejoyjunkie.com, click on work with me, and I have a very comprehensive one-on-one program that I take people through. It's 12 weeks. You have 12 lessons, um, worksheets, things that you dig into and uncover every single week. And then we we meet one-on-one to hash it out and see what comes up. So anyway. That's a that, great goal. I bring That's a great goal to hire my ass. <laughs> well, it's really one of those, um, you know, when we talk about not talking shit to yourself, eradicating that voice is really not possible. You know, it's. I'm, sure. I mean, I'm sure anything is possible. Like, I think it's changing the way you speak with it. It's ha- it's a habit. It's yeah. A, it's managing it. Sure. You know, it's um, creating new habits, and I've got an arsenal of tools to teach. Arsenal. You how, teach you how to do that. So, For sure. anyway, number six: stop talking shit to yourself. So, a real basic piece of that is to watch when that little voice gets noisy. Watch what your triggers are. Take an inventory of it. And one of my favorite ways to just combat any sort of negative self-talk is just to say, cancel, cancel. Thank you for sharing. Like just noticing that there's something that's going off. Oh, wait, that's not the voice I want to listen to. Cancel, cancel. Thank you for sharing. I got that from Harvecker. And I, I loved it because it wasn't like this major empowerment mantra that you have to remember. But it's just like, okay, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to cancel those thoughts real quick. Nice. Let me just cancel that out. All right, number seven, this also tags into, you know, who you are surrounded with, but that's getting accountable. 
And this is, you know, something that I, I have the great fortune of, you know, having an amazing group of colleagues. Obviously, my husband is the shit. Aww. So I have... got to meet the guy. <laughs> I have an amazing accountability structure. But this can be really as simple as posting it on Facebook and feeling like, okay, it's out there. I'm going to yeah. write a book, you yeah. know, or I'm wow. whatever. Um, <clears throat> but I think for me, what charges me up the most is if somebody asks me about it later. So you can very simply say, hey, mom, hey, colleague, hey, worker, hey, um, gym rat member, whatever, a friend, will you ask me, will you put a note or a reminder in your phone to ask me about this in two weeks? Whatever it is. So you can set up really easy accountability structures, whether it's with a person or even an app on your phone, something that reminds you. There you go. They have so much stuff like that. Number eight, allow room for failure. What? What? Why would I go after a goal if I was going to fail? No. I'm talking about shit gets handed to you throughout the year where you're like, uh, like for for instance, one, one year um, we had a goal of going to Ireland. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that we really wanted to cross off our list for that particular year. Well, that year we had the amazing good fortune to buy our first home. And so we kind of went, okay, let's scratch off this other goal. It doesn't feel as relevant due to new information that we're privy to. New things have come into the the scene. And we we dealt with that a lot with accidents and people moving in, you know, and 2014 was was gnarly with surprises. Sure. But I think people have to be careful with justifying here. Absolutely. So this is where you have to be really aware of what you are choosing are you choosing to abandon a goal because it's no longer in support of your greatest life or are you choosing it because it's it's just simply easier to abort mission yeah yeah because it could it can be a slippery slope both ways you can feel like you know i have to accomplish this or i'm gonna be a failure i have to i have to and then you realize like you haven't gone on a date in a year with your spouse you haven't seen any of your kids play their soccer games you haven't you know because you've lost sight of what's really really important so that's why you always have to make sure that your your goals are in alignment with your core values and what you really really want but allow yourself some wiggle room for shit to come up you know, yeah. sometimes, sometimes that happens. But again, this is where you really have to keep track of, am I looking for an excuse? Right. You know, and you might have to do some soul searching. You might have to talk to a therapist about it or talk to a coach or, you know, dig through it a little bit. Um, so, okay, where was I? Number nine. Focus on what you have accomplished. Okay, so this is the celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. So this is why it is important to be specific, like I said in number one. This is also why it's really important to set up a a reward, number five, because now in number nine, you can really celebrate. You can give yourself that awesome reward. But I think sometimes for those of us who are really driven by goals and who love accomplishing things and checking boxes off, you can get so wrapped up in checking all those boxes off that you you don't celebrate. Yeah. You just look at what boxes have I not checked off. Right. And you focus on what you haven't accomplished or what <clears throat> did go wrong. 
Uh huh. Uh-huh. You know, I found myself even doing that a little bit about 2014 because it it really was a shitty year in a lot of ways. But there was ways. a lot of good things about it too. But then if you look back, I'm like, oh my god, I did an amazing project with my best friend. We did bring your thing. Yeah. Um. We went to the Bahamas. We went to the Bahamas. Yeah, for our anniversary. There was some really incredible... I went to some incredible conferences. We got to do a theater production together. Yeah. I did probably one of the most rewarding... Two two of the most rewarding theater experiences of my life were in 2014. Right. That were so rich. So anyway, you you can choose to look at either one. What I did accomplish, what I did not accomplish. One will make you feel amazing. One will make you feel like shit. Right, right. So you might want to focus on the things that you, you know, really are deserving of celebrating. And it's it's always you can always bump that thing to the next year. You can always check the box off. Yep. So once it's there, celebrate it, relish it, reward yourself. And finally, number ten, make them fun. Like fun goals, you mean? Yeah, make it something that's fun. Um, I know anytime I try to get something done that I'm not that thrilled about, like if I have to write a bunch of copy for the website or something like that, um, I see how fast I can do it. Like, can I make a game out of it? Yeah. You know? Um, so is there something that you could do uh, with fitness? Like, maybe you're, like, dragging your feet. You know you need to get healthy. You know you want to be a participant in your family's life, but your weight is really infringing on that. But the thought of going to group fitness makes you want to pull your teeth out one by one. Like, okay, well, what would be fun? Would it be taking the kids and, like, maybe going to the park and doing like some relay races with them or Mm -hmm. you know could you institute something in your life that made these goals really fun to attain right um you know we recently started learning some really great financial tips that you can make really fun you know by naming different bank accounts fun names and and shit like that so how can you make it fun so there you go you guys 10 ways to not fuck up your New Year's resolutions. And I think that's pretty <laughs> It's pretty, pretty good. good yeah, yeah, that's great. I think if uh, if anybody wants more from that, then they just need to hire you or buy one of your products. <laughs> You're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously don't pay him to say that. I don't pay him at all, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, you don't. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. But yeah, if you... Um, if you if you know you dig me and you dig my vibe, like we can definitely jump on the phone and chat and see if if going through my one on one program is exactly exactly what you need. I you know we'll see. Yep. Whatever whatever you do, fucking handle twenty fifteen. Make it yours. And uh, I think that's all I had to say. Don't forget to let us know your would you rather. We would love to know your biggest takeaway from today. Um, that would be good. Know if we're on the right track here. Yeah. Yeah. Any, anything else you want to say about no. the new year? No? No. You said it all, babe. We're pretty hungry, so we're going to go get some food. So, (laughs) with that being said, here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out. Out.